Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the, the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to talk about diehard traditions. So let's talk, let's talk, we've had a traditions uh, episode before and we decided to revisit it. Why did we? I really can't remember. I remember why, because we started questioning traditions that we had, that we had, that we thought the kids enjoyed. And then Jacob, Jacob got married this summer and now he's uh, going through traditions with his new wife, uh, traditions that his, uh, her family has, traditions that we have, they're forming their own traditions. And um, he said it was kind of nice spending Christmas at her house because there was one family. It was totally chill. It wasn't, let's cram all this stuff into the shortest amount of time possible. And he really enjoyed it. So we said, maybe there's some traditions we do that maybe we need to reevaluate. Okay, I remember why we're doing this now. Okay, and also this year, I remember we were talking to the kids. Um, I don't remember if it was after Christmas or before Christmas, but... They were saying how Christmas is exhausting for them. Oh. So, you know, we have, all, we, we have a lot of traditions. And I think be, especially because we're a divorced families and now we're blended families, we feel like we've got to get in our stuff, right? Because, oh, the, yeah, because yeah, the other house is going to get in their stuff. So we got to get in our stuff. And I mean, I don't think we quite have that attitude, but I think that basically that is what happens. They're like, oh, we got to do everything because we don't want to miss out on anything. Anyway, they were saying that Christmas was exhausting and that they leave one house at noon after having, you know, open stockings and presents and had Christmas breakfast. And then they go to the next house and it's repeat. It's here's Christmas breakfast again and eat up even though you're not hungry at all because you just ate it all at your other parents' house and open up all the like it's just the kids actually said they were tired. Yeah, they said it's a lot. So <laughs> they're going to be shocked next year. They won't be Christmas at our house. We'll be like, hey, <laughs> no, we talked about maybe, maybe we need to change it up. No, we talked about doing it. Let's we do did. it. We talked about, so this year we get the kids at noon on Christmas Day. Correct. So instead of opening presents then, we're going to open them on Boxing Day, the 20, uh, 26th. Yeah, we thought that it would, you know, come over, chill out, show us what you got you know, at your other parents' house, um, watch then, some Christmas movies, have Christmas dinner, and then the next morning is Christmas oh, morning. Open up uh, presents yeah. again. So there was a flaw in this plan, though. Yes. Because we have Sam. Sam is with us 100% of the time. But we, we came up with an idea on this. I think we did come up with an idea. We'll open up some of uh, Sam's presents um, with him uh, Christmas uh, morning. But not the presents that his siblings got him that are going to be here. Well, and I think he's not even going to open the presents from us. He's going to open presents from his dad and, you and know, grandparents Santa and Santa. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Sam's not on board with it all the way because he's like, wait, I have to wait until the next day to have Christmas because of. No, he's going to have two Christmases. We'll, we'll make it yeah. happen. So stay tuned. We'll let you know how that happens a year from now. Yes, but the reason we were calling this Die Hard Traditions is because maybe we shouldn't be dying hard on our traditions. 
But let's first talk about then why are traditions important in the first place? I think traditions are important. If you ask the kids, it, it reminds them of home. Like the ones that are gone, it reminds them of, oh, like, oh, yeah, we do that every year. And it's just these good memories of doing the same well, thing. Well, and we did some research on this. They found that kids and blended families that had traditions formed in the new family felt more stable. They had a base. They had something that they could rely on. Every Valentine's Day, we auction. Every um, Christmas, sausage fun. Yeah. So there's there's something that they can rely on. It's stable. It's consistent. Consistent. Yeah. And that gives them a sense of belonging and roots. And I think that all of that is good and well. Christmas is our only holiday that it is a shared holiday. The rest of our holidays, either they're at their mom's for Thanksgiving or they're here. Right. We don't then try, you know, it's, it's, it's not like that. All the other holidays, it's just, it's one or the other. Christmas is the shared holiday. Now, when we first blended the families, it was all about trying to keep some stability for the kids from their old family. That's the right. only way I could put it. Right. And then introduce some new ones for the new family. So we ended up with a lot of traditions first. But now um, we've been married almost 10 years, 10 years this fall. Up. Gone by fast. Has. Um, but now we've got the three amigos. They've grown up together for the last 10 years. We now have kind of calmed down on the traditions. It's a set of traditions we as a family have. Some of them came from our old family. Of them are right, yeah, and it's interesting talking to the younger kids about traditions and the older kids that grew up with different sets of traditions. It's fascinating talking to them and seeing which ones they still carry on. I mean, Rachel, uh, with her little family, uh, they carry on some of the traditions that and some um, they've dropped, and some they've dropped, yeah. So, yeah, it is interesting to see what they create in their own families. Okay, let's talk about what you do when you first blend family. When do you keep traditions that you had growing up? Maybe there were traditions in my family. I carried on to family, and now I'm carrying Um, Maybe I need to look at those. Do I need to slash those? Do I keep them? There's a lot of decisions to make. Here. This is actually a hot topic on at, around Christmas time on our Facebook blended families groups. It's a hot topic when they're newly married and they're like, my husband wants to do this and what the heck? And my wife wants to do this and what the heck? And trying to figure out, you know, they're like, what in the world? Why would you be doing that? You know, they're, they're trying to figure it out and I understand. Think, I think it's funny because we had one of those situations our first Christmas together. We did. Remind me. Yeah. Sausage fondue and eggs Benedict. It wasn't that big of a deal. No, it wasn't, but it was hilarious when you think about it because- um, my family, my first family, we had eggs Benedict for Christmas morning. It's tradition. We, uh, my ex-wife and I had done it since we got married. Um, it, it came a little bit from my parents cause we had it a couple times. I love eggs Benedict. So we started that tradition. Right. And your family had a tradition, tradition of this dish called sausage fondue, which came from your ex-husband's family. Yes. 
And it's not fondue at all. It's a sausage casserole. I don't know why it's called sausage fondue. It is total I mean, goodness. Maybe it's because there's um, so much it? cheese in it. Like it's it's got so much cheese in it. Yeah. yeah, it's a heart. You can only eat it once a year. Once a year is all you can do. Um, it's it's pretty incredible stuff. And when we came to this thing, it was like you and I both said, "Well, we this is what we do for Christmas morning." Right. We're like, neither one of us were willing to budge. We're like, "Well, we can't," you know, because. Especially when you're trying to, like you said, have consistency for your well, kids. And your kids, oh, you've thrown away. Right. You've thrown away our old family. Right, yeah. Oh, you got married oh. to her, and now she doesn't want to cook yeah. our breakfast. Yeah, except, so <laughs> every year for the last nine Christmases, yes. we have two breakfasts, sausage right. fondue and eggs benedict. And the yep. funniest thing about this is my kids... A number of my kids love the sausage fondue, which it never would have even. Right. And your kids like the eggs benedict. Yeah, it's funny. It's... It, it used to be a clear, like, they would have this one and th- or this one. And now I feel like a lot, most of them eat a little bit of both. A little and... bit of both. Yeah. yeah. And the sausage fondue lasts for. Yeah. Yeah. It's... it's pretty funny. But so in that, in that respect, we just said, is it okay to have two breakfasts? Absolutely. absolutely. Yep. yep. Absolutely. That one's. So, yeah, so think about that when you're trying to blend some of these traditions and trying to figure out what do we keep. It is important to think of the kids and what are they going to feel like they're missing out because of this new family. You got to be careful with that. Why aren't we doing this now? Because you married this person. Now we're not doing that. So you've got to be careful. Or, or, and also, you know, you have to be careful of throwing away, um, throwing away traditions that maybe your ex's family had, your kids are used to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because whether you like it or not, your child is half of your Yes, absolutely. And when you throw things out just to be mean about your, you know, about your ex or I have bad feelings to my ex, remember how your kids are feeling. Yeah, you're just hurting your kids. You're not hurting your ex. Your ex doesn't care. They've moved on. They don't live with you anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're not hurting your ex hurting, at all. You're hurting your own kids. And try yeah. and I know some parents, I've seen this in the blended family. Some people we've talked to, they try and erase. Yes, which is so sad. And well, luckily both of us were on the same page with that. Yeah. There's no erasing. There's just celebrating um, you know, that life and our new life. It's celebrating both. And you know, it's part of those traditions you're talking about. Yes. So sometimes you have to swallow your pride a little bit and say, tell me about that funny Christmas you guys had when you got snowed in. Right. I wasn't there. Right, right. But your kids know that. Yeah. And they they love hearing that story. And I've gotten over cringing. Never would have taken that, you know. Right. You get over that and you say, I bask in the funny story that it was, memories. That's important. Right. It is so important. So important. But yeah. And we had things that we, that both of us were doing, like, um, we always bought an ornament for the kids. I think you were kind of hit and miss with that. We were, we were hit and miss. It depended on the year. Yeah. So it was fine that we just went ahead and bought ornaments for the kids every year. That That worked out good. Worked out well. Um, Oh, acting out the nativity at Christmas. It actually gets more fun. You would think that it would get less fun as the kids get older. It's more fun as the kids get older. And now we have grandkids. (laughs) And I feel bad for those grand because I don't think they know what the real nativity is like because their older aunts and uncles <laughs> ham it up so badly. I'm like, oh. It's awesome. It's really fun. Um, 
Easter baskets. Let's talk about Easter baskets. Okay. This is where we differed. Me, Easter is not a run on to Christmas. It was, oh, you got a basket, but you bought gifts, little small gifts. Um, yeah. When I was growing up, we got a basket, and then usually the basket had like, you know, one small gift in it. You know what I mean? There was chocolates, of course, and then there was like, you know, a shirt or a necklace. Or, and so then when I, we started our family, our young family, I always had like a movie. I mean, we don't buy movies anymore and no, put them in baskets. Um, but yeah, it would always be like a movie and a book or, you know, or, or a swimsuit because you're getting ready to, there was always, yeah. So I always had one or two presents in the basket, but you guys didn't do that. No, no, no. It was, it was just candy. Yeah. Right. But now, I mean, we've actually had a few Easter's where we haven't even been with the kids. Oh, that's true. There has been a couple and we've left, you know, I, I feel like it's getting, and as the kids get older, I feel like the baskets are getting toned so, down. So that's interesting. The, the basket thing is kind of just. It's not dissolved, but it is not. It's as, not like it was. No, especially because either you and I maybe have been out of town on Easter. We've been out of town with the kids. And so we're not going to take you're, all you're this right, stuff. Because Easter always falls on spring break. Yes. And we alternate that with our exes and typically oh the kids have a spring break let's go on a trip right so um, we're not going to cart these big so we replaced it so you younger kids that are listening to the podcast um you're not getting gypped you trips instead of that's true you're getting a great trip oh well too bad for you too bad for you that's right? right it's just different all right here's one that you hate and i don't enjoy much but the kids still do it are you talking about carving pumpkins? I am talking about carving pumpkins. Ugh. And it's funny because even this last year, <laughs> we were at Rachel's house up in Utah at request of Emma Jane, my five-year-old. Yep. It's around her birthday. Mm-hmm. So we all show up to her birthday. We all had to dress up. I was Mr. Incredible. First. Fourth. Or mm-hmm. last girl. Yes. Girl. Yeah. Don't want to get in trouble there. Okay. <laughs> okay, Mr. Elastigirl. Mr. Elastigirl. <laughs> Mr. Elasta. Okay. Um, but they, the kids are 30-year-old or 20-something-year-olds. They all wanted to carve, carve pumpkins. They did. I, I guess it's, it's something I do not enjoy. I've never enjoyed it. Like, as a kid, I did not want to carve a pumpkin. I it's because you didn't want to get your hands dirty. Huh? I don't want to get my hands dirty. I don't want to get the pumpkin in my nails. Ugh. <laughs> don't like our it. Kids, our kids love it. I, just... I think that our three amigos at home, they could really take it or leave it. Like, they're kind of at the age where... Yeah, but when they see their older siblings getting yes, into it... Yes. That was, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. But if it was just us at home, I don't know that they'd be like, we have to carve a pumpkin. I think they're kind of... But it's one of those things, do we can let it go or we can keep going or we can sometimes do it and sometimes not. Like, I don't think that anyone's going to go, oh, no, we lost that tradition. I think like I know Madeline was like, we can just let that go completely. I don't know that Sam. That's true. Sam likes to hold on to traditions. He likes traditions. Yes, it's very he likes that consistency. So Sam can always carve a pumpkin and I I will sit and watch him and have the black garbage bag on hand. What other tradition? We had a tradition in the first couple of years of our marriage for birthday parties. Remember that? Oh, we did silly strings. Silly string attacks. And I they brought, were I, vicious it, attacks. I brought that to the family. Yes, yes you did. And they, the first attacks were in the kitchen. 
typically right after you blew your candles out. Yeah, and everybody would have a can of silly string and cover the person whose birthday it is. And then we remodeled the kitchen, and that And I was stopped. like, no way is that happening in the kitchen. Yeah. As soon as the kitchen got remodeled, Paige, Paige was a party pooper. <laughs> well, we then did it outside a couple times. I don't know. And then that kind of fizzled. It kind of, it was, we may, maybe we need to reintroduce Maybe that. we do. Madeline's birthday's coming up. No, Dallin is coming. Well, I mean, but Dallin won't be here. I Malin know, but Dallin will be. be at his apartment. That's a great place to do silly string. We'll see if Dallin's actually listening to the podcast this week. We'll be taking some cans to Dallin's yeah, place. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right, when we first got married, we decided not to just rely on our old traditions that we brought from our family, but start looking at some new ones. Yes, we did. And what I, I really wanted to start one that we would go and cut down our own Christmas tree and the tie it on top American of the car. Family. Yep, in the snow, get, a, get an Instagram-worthy picture of us all cutting our tree down. Let me tell you a couple things about Paige. <laughs> Please she enlighten me. She does not me. like the cold. I don't. She does not like dirt <laughs> and mud. <laughs> I don't mind dirt and mud, but just don't bring it in the house. That's yes. all. So let's just put it this way. Our Christmas tree farms that we went to, there are no snow here in California, unless we go up into the mountains. Uh, so we went to a Christmas tree farm. They don't really have a Christmas tree big enough for our front room where we put our Christmas yeah, because right, their ceilings are 12 feet high. Yeah, so we wanted like a 10, 12-foot tree. I wanted to, be, you know, pick out a great one. We couldn't find. I mean, we spent hours like trudging you know how, through. Ugh. You know how much a 12-foot tree would weigh? It wouldn't even fit on our. Yeah. So for, for a couple of years in a row, we ended up back at Lowe's or Home Depot getting a tree. Yes, and we love the smell of the trees and all that stuff, but our trees always die. They do. And then there's pine needles for the next six months. And um, so, yeah, we got rid of that tradition real fast. And I just pulled the tree out of the box in the garage. It already has lights on it. It already has lights on it. If you're going to go fake, go all the way. <laughs> I said I would never have a fake Christmas tree. And I am telling you, it is fabulous. <laughs> it is wonderful. It literally. And I get real, I get um, real wreaths. The, to give us the smell that we're missing. We still have the smell in the house. Yes. We get real recent hanging yep. out the house. So there was a tradition we really wanted, really bad. Yeah, yeah. We have a new tradition. Pull the box, the fake tree out of the box. Even the boys can do it by themselves now. Yeah. No, it's great. So, hey, we're, we're in good shape it's there. Great. Here's another big fail. Ice cream for dinner. Ugh. Yeah, all right. Tell the sad story. It's actually a pretty, pretty sad story. It was just, I read this story about this, um, this, girl who was at her dad's bedside he was dying and she was like i mean they knew he was going to die within hours and she said dad you know what what can i get you and he was like i want ice cream what can i get you for dinner what do you want for your last dinner and he said i want ice cream for dinner and she was like ice cream he's like yeah i've always wanted ice cream for dinner my parents would never let me have it and your mom wasn't you know too keen on it so she went and got him ice cream when she came back he'd already passed away so we took that really sad story and said, we're going to have ice cream for dinner at least. Mm -hmm. We did it this, <laughs> this year. <laughs> we were so sick after eating ice cream. We had, we had spaghetti for dessert. Yeah. Nobody so, even ate the, the no spaghetti. No one ate any spaghetti. We were so sick. And 
we all looked around and says, yeah, that's a bad idea. We're not going to do ice cream for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. We, that was one that we decided to give up. That was one we, yep. now here's one that we kept and we keep doing, and that is swimming at Christmas. Oh yes. We love that. We have done that for years. It's, it's not cheap. It's not, but you know what? It goes in lieu of a family Christmas gift. Um, and you know what? We keep the pool heated for about 10 days. Yep. We have neighbors over to swim, and we just enjoy it for a And even weeks. our grandkids will come after Christmas so they can swim in Grandma and Grandma's oh, yeah. heated pool. They love it. Um, it's really not swimming weather. I mean, we, we don't heat the pool to 80 degrees. We heat it to I know I think we've ruined our grandkids because when they go to because they were here for a week after Christmas our pool is at 93 degrees the entire time they swam every day and I think when they go to swim this summer they're, <laughs> they're gonna have a rude awakening when they go to you know swimming pools they're gonna be like why isn't this 93 so who knows we maybe but yes that's a great tradition that we've kept going it is um how about our Monday night swim parties oh COVID like hit a square in the forehead with that one Yes, that was sad. So, yeah, we, I think we've mentioned this on our podcast many times that on Monday nights during the summer, we invite five or six families over every Monday night and we swim and barbecue. And um, it's just a, a fun time to yep. get to socialize. We are hoping that we can do that this summer. Oh, we'll be doing it this summer. We'll, we'll wait and see. I hope so. Maybe we can administer the vaccine at our door. Okay. And be like, hey, come get, so, come get a hamburger um, and a vaccine right hamburger here. Hamburger and a vaccine at the Pulse first. <laughs> I'll, I'll start ordering them from Moderna now. Maybe they'll bump me up to the top of the list. Maybe. That'd be great. That'd be great. Oh, Valentine's Day auction. We've talked about that. We've talked about that just recently. And that, I'm telling you, if you're listening to this and your family has not done this, do it. It is so much fun. And it doesn't have to be for Valentine's Day. You can do it for, you can do it any day. Doesn't have to be for Valentine's Day. Yeah, check out our last podcast. We talked specifically. Yes, it is it so is. much fun. Even the older kids have fun with it. Like it's it's a lot of fun. Another thing that we haven't done in a while is the IKEA scavenger hunt. Well, once again, COVID. Yeah, I guess COVID. I don't know that IKEA would want us, you know, running around, crawling in their beds, <laughs> rolling around in their rugs, uh, putting their clothes there, on. There's some great. Uh, there's some great resources out there on scavenger hunts. <laughs> Not just at IKEA. You can do them at Walmart. You can do it at the mall. Uh, you could do it, you know, lots of, it, yeah. it's a lot, lot of fun with the kids. Um, and- yeah, tons of fun. Those, those are new ones that we've started. Dancing before bed. We used to do it all the We did it. We have not done that in so long. You know what? Should we resurrect that? It needs to happen tonight. Tonight we're going to dance before bed. It's because we're always so tired. But yeah, we <laughs> used to, um, right after prayer or before right prayer? after prayer. Was it after prayer? After prayer. And we would, we would read our scriptures, have prayer, and then we, somebody would pick a song, and we'd dance for just one song. Well, and that nighttime ritual is important. Yeah. Even with our teenage kids, they're like, read scripture. Yeah, yeah. We'll add dancing back again. They'll All be right. so excited. We'll bring it back. We'll bring it back. Hey, and then uh, one of the ones that I want to get rid of, but we never can. Ice skating? Ice skating. Us. Who really likes it? Oh, and this time was awful. <laughs> this year was extremely awful. Because first off, it's COVID, right? So we're all supposed to be socially distant. Oh, what a joke. And but no everyone wanted to do something outside. So everyone and their dog showed up to ice skate. It was so packed. That actually made me mad. So 
our city has a little rink in town and they said, you know, because of COVID, you have to buy your tickets beforehand because we're limiting the number of people that can come. It's the most people I've ever seen oh, there. Oh, honky. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have never seen that many people there. They sold so much. I mean, it was wall-to-wall people. They made a boatload of money. And not only was it wall-to-wall people, they didn't have the right size skates for us. And so poor David tried on like two different sets of skates. His feet hurt like crazy. My, this my, is one we uh, could let go, but we still keep doing no, it. No, it, it comes up every time of year. We go, do we really have to do this? And you go, of course we do. We, we have, have to, to go. go ice skating. Yes, it's fun for about 10 minutes. So it's that's, a very expensive 10 minutes. That's about it. And we stay there for a good hour because we're like, we just paid $100. We got to stay here for an hour. And we take pictures and we laugh. We do. And, and it is fun, but yeah. You know, yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> And here's one that we haven't done in a long time either. Cooking competition. We have not done a cooking competition in a, in a bit. I think it's time. Yeah. I mean, we've just got the three amigos. Well, I mean, we could have done it this summer when all the kids were home. Yeah, we probably should have. But anyway, yeah, we, just, we usually take a week and all the kids take a night cooking. And All right, we're going to do it this summer. Maybe when some of the kids come home from college. Because you know they're going to come home. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. So when they come home, we'll have that cooking competition. I'm assuming that the cooking has gotten better since they left. No. Our lemonade moment of the week has to do with home construction or destruction. Which one is it? I don't know. We've got, we, we've been doing so much home improvement around here. It's like we're, we're in the groove, or at least I'm in the groove, and I'm dragging you along with me. Well, and this is interesting because I started my PhD program uh, a week and a half ago, and Paige has the home improvement bug in her. So she's do. <laughs> running around going, I just need you to do this one yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm like, just, just one more thing, Darren. Darren, just one more thing. So the lemonade of this is she tore apart our kitchen. Um, so instead of, I shouldn't say tore apart, instead of remodeling the whole kitchen, she decided to paint. Our island, which was a fire engine red, now is a navy blue. I love it. He loves it. But we have not had a kitchen for the last four or five days. And I, I was thinking when you started doing this, can we wait until the kids aren't here? Well, I started it actually when the kids weren't here. It just, it's, it's really just taken longer. It's than... really been, or did I start when they were here? I can't remember now. You started the day they got here. Oh. Anywho, it dragged on a lot longer than I thought because I was like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to make sure the paint lasts. And so we've got to paint it and then sand it and then paint it and then sand it. And then I had to wait for that to dry. And then I had to put the polyacrylic on top of it. And you, I just, yeah, it, it went on forever and ever. It looks wonderful though. It does. And it was kind of nice because when you paint, usually you have to tape the floor off and all of that because we're getting new flooring. I just went crazy. I didn't tape a thing. I hope the flooring arrives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No going back on the flooring now. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, no. What no if- going back. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google. And head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org. Where you can leave questions and comments. And, but most of all, Go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Yeah.